You're listening to the Earn That Body Podcast, episode number 270. Welcome to the Earn That Body Show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. Body Podcast. Great to have you back. We have a great topic today, one that I came across and just really liked and did a little more investigating on it. So we're about to talk about that. Um, Where are we at? We're sort of mid-May and let's face it, that means summer is almost here. A lot of schools start to have graduations around now or the next few weeks ahead. You might have summer vacations planned. Summer can be a great time to just enjoy life. Um, For some people, they love it. There's lots of vacations. Other people find it stressful to have the kids home, not because we don't love our kids, but because you've got to entertain them (laughs) a lot and there's a lot going on and your schedule gets a little disrupted. If you are trying to stay fit, stay healthy, maybe even lose weight, summer can actually be a great time to do it because you're home a little bit more. So you're gonna have a little more control over your foods, packing lunches maybe that you take to the pool with the kids, things like that. So by all means, just know that summer definitely can be a full time on my schedule for In That Body because a lot of people, like I said, find that it's a great time to invest in their health. And if that's you and you are not thrilled with the way that you look or better yet, the way that you feel in your bathing suit, let's help get you as fit as you can this summer with the five week Earn That Body program. That includes fitness workouts and nutrition, but if you have a set workout program, I'll put you right into private nutrition, which is nutrition only. So email me at kim at earnthatbody.com. Let me know what your goals are so that I can tell you what the best program fit would be to get you to your goals as quickly as we can. All right, well, what are we talking about today? Well, I came across this article in um, Health UC Davis. So I'm a big UC school advocate. I went to UC Santa Barbara. UC Davis is a fantastic medical school facility and they have a health website and I had an article that popped up that said top 15 healthy foods you should be eating. Well, of course I clicked on that one right away because I wanted to see how many of these 15 I was actually eating. But then I thought I would also do a little further search after that, and I found a 10 superfoods list that you should be eating according to Harvard Health. And so I thought, well, let's do a little comparison, see what's on both lists, and see if you or me, if any of us are even eating these foods, and a little bit about maybe why we should start including them, all right? So we're gonna talk about all of that after this. And now, it's time for the Eagle's Eye on Health. These are Kim's quick tips, latest health news, or piece of weekly inspiration. In today's Eagle Eye on Health, coming to you from Idea Fitness Magazine, they had a great little article, and it was titled, Exercise and Cancer Prevention. It says, remind clients that fitness offers numerous benefits beyond what meets the eye. New findings by researchers affiliated with the American Cancer Society show that Americans could prevent more than 46,000 cancer cases per year if they met the five-hour weekly minimum of moderate intensity exercise. The percentage of cancer cases attributable to a sedentary lifestyle by state 
ranges from 2.3% in Utah to 3.7% in Kentucky. Cancers most associated with lack of exercise include stomach, endometrial, kidney, colon, esophageal, breast, and urinary bladder cancers. Now these findings underscore the need to encourage physical activity as a means of cancer prevention and implement community level interventions that address the various behavioral and socioeconomic barriers to recreational physical activity noted the study authors. It's a great thing to think about it. They caught my eye because so often we just think about exercise for looking good, exercise for weight loss, exercise for getting faster as a runner, uh, exercise for getting ripped. But do you ever think about sometimes that exercise is so essential for your health and now showing, and they've certainly showed it before, that it's so important even for cancer prevention. So if you are someone who's gotten a little sedentary, maybe you love my podcast, maybe you used to work out all the time, but you've gotten sedentary. Maybe you haven't made the comeback since COVID. I get it. There were so many people whose health really fell apart during the COVID years. Normal. It happened. Don't worry about it. But now would be the time to get back on track because as you can see, it's not just about how you look and your weight, but it could be about preventing cancer. And so moving your body, and like they said, they're talking about five hours a week of a moderate type exercise is so important. So the next time you think you might skip that workout, or maybe like I said, you have had trouble getting back on track, maybe if you think about it in terms of things like cancer, I hate to be morbid, but just to kind of push yourself and realize that you need to do this for your health, not just to look a certain way. So always good to keep those tips in mind with the Eagle's Eye on Health. And now let's talk about the top 15 healthy foods you should be eating. And as I said, this comes from UC Davis Health. Well, we always seem to hear about these superfoods that are going to change our life, and there's no, there's an abundance of information about that out there, right? It seems like every day there's a new superfood we're supposed to be eating. But according to UC Davis Health, they have 15 healthy foods that they feel we should be eating. And of course this caught my eye because I wanted to know how many of these were I was eating <laughs> since I am a uh, you know, nutrition coach, and I'm very... Uh, I'm very into balanced nutrition for myself personally, so this took a personal interest, but I thought I'd share it with all of you. So the very number one thing that they said, the number one food they have on their list was fish. They say to eat plenty of fish, which are high in healthy omega-3 fatty acids. A smaller portion of red meat is what they recommend because that's going to reduce your risk of diseases like stroke heart disease and cancer. And that came from the professor of surgery at UC Davis of surgical oncology. So he got to pick, well, which food do you think is a top pick? And he felt that fish was essential. I personally love fish. I have it one to two times a week. Um, If I go out to eat, I often order fish because I don't feel like I have it enough at home. I personally don't cook it. I make my husband cook it. (laughs) Thank God he's a fantastic cook. And so often when he's cooking, I say make fish. 
uh, because I want to be making sure that I'm getting in my healthy omega-3 fatty acids. So if you're not someone who eats a lot of fish, maybe you can pick up on that routine, which is when you eat out, that might be a great time to order that salmon. Salmon is one of the healthiest fishes you could possibly get. Um, I do have some vegetarians who will at least eat fish and I always commend them because it's a, such a healthy protein and I feel like their body probably just like eats it up so happily because they don't get as much protein, unfortunately, as a vegetarian. So fish, that was the number one on the list. Now, what was next was, let's see, I'm pulling down here. They said that beets were also high on the list and I happen to love beets. So I was excited to see that. They say no matter which color, red, yellow, golden, or which part? Because did you know that you could eat the greens of the beet as well, not just the root? They contain such a wonderful variety of protective carotenoids. Evidence suggests that their dietary nitrates can be converted to nitric oxide and improve endurance exercise. So you may have seen that before. There's all kinds of beet powders and beet drinks that you can drink and they say it's great for exercise. Well, this one came from the pediatric registered dietitian Alex Nella. So beets is definitely a great one. I grow them in the garden. I absolutely love them. I steam them. I add them to salads. Um, it's definitely a good one. Do beware that the next morning when you go to the bathroom, <laughs> it might show up as red in the toilet. Don't freak out. You're not bleeding out. Just know you had beets. Now, the third one that they talk about is broccoli and other cruciferous vegetables. I absolutely am on my clients all the time. Five servings of vegetables a day. But I'm not talking about corn and carrots and peas. Just like this article, I'm talking about broccoli and other cruciferous vegetables. So what would those be? So your kale, your bok choy, your Brussels sprouts, your spinach even, things like that are what I'm talking about when we talk about vegetables you should be eating. This was high on their list. You've got to get it in. I personally love broccoli. They recommend steaming it for maybe three to five minutes as the best way to get all of the solid nutrients from those cruciferous vegetables. So Definitely add it. I also like to roast my broccoli. It's just so quick and so easy. I throw that oven on 400. I get my broccoli out. I wash it all off and I massage it with a little olive oil, a very small bit, pinch of salt, throw it in for about 15 minutes, toss it in the oven or, you know, pull it out of the oven, toss it a little bit, put it back in another 15 minutes and it is good to go. So really easy to make and so healthy for you. Now the next on their list was spinach and other leafy green vegetables. I mean, let's face it, the green vegetables are definitely where it's at. Now they said that these are packed with lutein and zeanthin, nutrients that can help protect against macular degeneration. So that's in your eyes. I thought that was amazing. And that came from Jeffrey Kaspar, who's the professor of ophthalmology at UC Davis. So there are even, vegetables and foods that can help our eyes, why not eat them, right? We need all the help we can get as we get older. <laughs> the next one on the list, you've probably heard it before, 
kale. It's a green leafy vegetable. It's great chopped in salads. Uh, people love kale. Kale is one that I make chips from. So I make kale chips, another easy one. You basically make it the same way as I just told you the broccoli. You, you massage it with a little olive oil, a pinch of salt, you throw it in the oven. It can usually bake within about eight to 12 minutes and it's probably gonna be done. So absolutely fantastic food. It's nutrient dense. It has a lot of antioxidants and they say it can help lower cholesterol. That one was picked by Brandy Waite, the director of UC Davis Sports Medicine. So I love that they picked a doctor in all these different areas and they picked their top food choice for health. Now, this next one is a personal fan favorite. I don't know who wouldn't like this one. Number six on their list of healthy foods you gotta be eating, peanut butter. I was so happy to see that. This person said, or I should say Brian Davis, who's a clinical professor at UC Davis in physical medicine and rehab, he said, my favorite food is peanut butter. It has protein, it has carbs, it has sugars, and it's a great recovery food. And he says, my kids love it. Well, I love it too, and I eat a tablespoon or more of peanut butter every day. Like he said, it has great protein. Um, it also has a lot of really healthy fat in it. So please don't get PB2. PB2 is a powdered form of peanut butter where they take the healthiest part of the peanut butter out. They take the oil out. That's the healthy fat that your body actually really needs. So don't, don't have a processed form of peanut butter when the actual food is so, so healthy for you. Should you eat it in moderation? Well, yeah, it has a lot of fat in it. I didn't say you could have unlimited amounts, although man, that would be great, because like I said, it's a favorite of mine. Um, but peanut butter is definitely a super healthy food. It definitely goes in the Eagle Shake, which is my protein powder free protein shake that I love to make. I uh, always put in peanut butter. If you want that recipe, I'll give it to you for free. Just go to earnthatbody.com forward slash protein shake because that's my favorite protein shake where I put my peanut butter every single day. Number seven, they said another healthy food choice that you should not skip are almonds. So almonds have a lot of vitamin E, and guess what? That also protects against macular degeneration as well as cataracts. This is the same guy, the professor of ophthalmology, Jeffrey Casper, and he says you should have a handful of almonds a day. Almonds are another great snack to have. I recommend it to all my clients all the time, especially for some people who are sort of low in terms of healthy fats. So I have my clients look at their macronutrients every day and we wanna see a nice balance. And if their fats are always low, that's very telling to me that we need to work on something to get that balanced nutrition going. And almonds, are a great way to just pump up your healthy fat really fast. So I eat almonds uh, several times a week. So they're super healthy, they're really good for you. I was happy to see them on the list. Now number eight, I don't eat a lot. Do you eat this one a lot? They are recommending mangoes. They say that they're low calorie, high fiber, high in vitamin A, high in vitamin C, and they also have other vitamin minerals and antioxidants. 
that have been linked with multiple health benefits. So Bob Cantor, professor of surgery at UC Davis of Surgical Oncology, had also recommended uh, that one. So mangoes. I eat mangoes maybe once or twice a year. I do really love them. They are high in sugar. So again, it wouldn't be an unlimited item, but they definitely have great fiber, great vitamins in them. I'm a real fan of looking at the colors of foods and eating the full rainbow. And I mean, you can't beat that gorgeous color of a fresh mango. I mean, when I look at the colors of fruits and vegetables, I can usually just look at it and say like, how could that not be good for you? You can just like almost see the nutrients, whether it's in the kale or the yellow of the mangoes or all of these bright colors just full of important nutrients that our body needs. So I thought it was awesome that this was on the list. Maybe I need to add a few more to my diet. Uh, and I'm certainly happy to do that because I actually do love a mango. I love it when it's at that perfect consistency. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's like not too hard. It's not too soft. It's just right. And it's just the perfect sweet. Number nine on the list. You've probably heard this one before. I certainly have blueberries. Blueberries are absolutely fantastic for you. They have a lot of fiber. They have antioxidants. They're usually touted for their antioxidants. They contain resveratrol, as they say. Um, they say that's like red wine without the alcohol, without the hangover, and without the extra calories. So all of that in your blueberries. And that was recommended by Alex Nella. She's a pediatric registered dietitian. Blueberries is one that I hear about all the time, and for some reason, I don't eat them very often. So this is a great article that made me remember that I need to start buying blueberries because they are so rich in the fiber and antioxidants. And we get a little, I don't know about you, but most of us get a little set in what we eat all the time. I'm a big apple banana person, but it's really good to vary your food sources as much as you can. So for me, this article helped me realize that I need more blueberries in my life and obviously a couple mangoes as well. And hopefully for you, as you listen to this podcast episode, you might be sort of triggering and making a little check mark and a little note here. Oh yeah, I need to start eating that. Oh, I used to eat that. I'm gonna get it again. It's just a great reminder. Now, number 10 on foods that are healthy that you should be eating. This one is not just a food, but they listed it as the Mediterranean diet. So they said, we know that physical fitness helps your mental health. So in general, eat throughout the day and don't miss meals or depend on snacks too much. Ideally, Peter Yellowlees recommends that you eat a Mediterranean-style diet that includes lean meat and a lot of vegetables, and make sure you keep your weight within a healthy range. And that is the chief wellness officer at UC Davis and also the professor of general psychiatry. Now, a couple things let's talk about here. You may have heard of the Mediterranean-style diet before. Like he said, it's lean meat and a whole lot of vegetables. I mean, to me, you look at that and I call it a balanced diet, <laughs> right? That's a balanced diet. And that's always what you're shooting for. But I also really like what he says about not missing meals and not depending on snacks so much. I am a huge advocate of three meals a day. Please stop skipping breakfast. It is doing much more harm than good to your metabolism. 
There are very few instances for intermittent fasting where I think that that is an acceptable thing for you. Unless you have an illness or certain diseases that benefit from intermittent fasting, I don't recommend it. The clients that I have come to me who have been intermittent fasting and not losing weight, and then I get them to eat breakfast again, and all of a sudden they're losing weight, to me, it says it all. But also to this doctor, he says, stop missing meals. And when he says, don't depend on snacks so much, what you wanna realize is that a meal is a meal, right? So like breakfast, like oatmeal, eggs, you've got some carbs, you've got some healthy fat, you've got some protein. A protein bar is not a meal. Don't make that your breakfast. Please don't make that your breakfast. A meal is a meal. Lunch, maybe you're having leftovers from dinner. Maybe you're having a healthy turkey sandwich. Maybe you're having some kind of tuna wrap. That's a meal. A protein shake, again, a bar, not lunch. That's a snack. So please make that differentiation in your diet because you want three meals and then maybe two small snacks per day. But it's super important to keep that in mind so we keep that metabolism fired up. Now everyone's gonna like number 11, which they say is a top 15 healthy food. I'm a little unsure about it, but I'll go with it, okay? It's chocolate. I think they just wanted to throw in one nice one personally, but they say there's nothing wrong with an occasional dietary reward, which is why chocolate is so often thought of as a health food as long as you don't get into the habit of comfort eating. This was from the same guy, Peter Yellowlees, professor of general psychiatry over at UC Davis. I'm not going to tout it as a health food, although we did do a whole podcast on chocolate. So if you want to know more about which chocolate you should be eating, definitely check out my podcast episode on chocolate. Um, You need to be careful with chocolate. Dark chocolate, they say, has some health benefits. You really have to limit the intake. And I promise you, if you eat a little piece of chocolate every night, you will crave a little piece of chocolate every night. So I I say have it on the weekends, have it as a treat, but maybe not make it daily. Number 12, they say this healthy food should be eaten and it's quinoa. So I like quinoa, and I'll honestly tell you one of the only benefits of my son moving to college is that he hated quinoa, so I could never make it when he was here. (laughs) And now that he's in college, I see that as my silver lining. There's not many because I miss him so, but I get to have quinoa a lot more often. It's a tasty grain, and you can cook it in all kinds of savory or sweet dishes. It happens to be high in fiber, and it happens to be high in protein, and it has a low glycemic index compared to a lot of other carbohydrates. Brandy Waite, she's the director of UC Sports Medicine, and she picked quinoa as the top healthy food. Number 13, we've got legumes. So, like chickpeas, which are garbanzo beans, They are a great healthy snack item that can actually provide a lot of flavor depending on how you prepare them. She likes making a jalapeno cilantro hummus or even roasting um, peppers in season and incorporating those into the hummus and using the hummus as simply a healthy dip to add 
a little flavor to any wrap or any sandwich is definitely a nice way to enjoy a healthy, savory meal. That's Santana Diaz, UC Davis Health Executive. So legumes, like I said, garbanzo beans, they make a great hummus. It is healthy. I have a lot of people, however, who use hummus as a high pro, or they think it's a high protein source. I'm gonna tell you right now, it's probably more of a high healthy fat source. So there is definitely some protein, but there's also a lot of fat. So you definitely have to keep that one in moderation. Number 14, they list pickled vegetables. Now, this is another one, as this was also picked by Santana Diaz um, over at UC Davis. Pickled vegetables are something that I need to get more into for sure because there's a lot of health benefits of the pickling process. But the most talked about benefit is the fact that they are probiotic because the fermentation process happens and that makes the really good sources of bacteria that can help to balance and maintain that beneficial gut flora. So you may have heard about pickling and fermentation and that's probably why this one is making the list because it does have that benefit to the gut flora. You gotta watch out, depending on the pickling, could be super high sodium. Um, but I, I know that this summer I wanna get into doing more personal pickling, meaning I wanna pickle some of my own cucumbers and make it fresh on my own so that I can get some of those probiotic benefits. Now the last one, I gotta say what they said, but it's another one of those I'm a little unsure of her. <laughs> but Brian Davis over at UC Davis says that his pick is chocolate milk. He says it's the greatest recovery drink. Uh, I think I'm gonna give him a uh, on that one. It's really not the greatest recovery drink. I think that chocolate milk had a great campaign for it uh, many years ago and everybody wants to think that chocolate milk is the best recovery drink. The part that's good for the recovery drink is the milk. But the chocolate part is actually just a bunch of sugar. So if you wanna have a great recovery drink, milk is the part that you want. But I personally would drop the sugar. Um, but that's what they said and I had to tell you even though I wanted to leave that one out because I had to be honest with you, right? So now I went over and I started doing a little more research and then I found Harvard Health has its own list of 10 superfoods to boost a healthy diet. Now let's see if any of these match up. The very first one is berries. So we talked about blueberries, high in fiber, they're naturally sweet, they're rich in color, and as I told you, color kind of shows that they have all these incredible nutrients like antioxidants, disease-fighting nutrients. So berries, they both say, ding, 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 definitely a good one. So again, I gotta get back on my blueberries. The next one they say, fish. Ding, 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 fish is both high on that list because they're talking about it being a great source of protein and omega-3 fatty acids. And we usually just don't get enough of those and that really does help prevent heart disease. So we gotta get on top of our fish. The next one on their list, leafy greens. Ding, ding, ding. Again, they're both on the list. Those dark leafy greens, again, do you, do you see the color thing? It's like the, these magnificent colors just show that they're, it's like they're radiating nutrients, right? And these leafy greens are a good source of vitamin A, vitamin C, even calcium and several phytochemicals. Uh, they add fiber to the diet and they're just so important. A serving of leafy greens is equal to one cup. 
I mean, that's not that much when you stuff those leafy greens down into that little cup. It's not as much as you think. So leafy greens, you could probably have two servings easily in one sitting. Next, they list nuts. Now, the other list gave almonds in particular. On this list, they talk about hazelnuts, walnuts, almonds, and pecans. And they say that nuts are a great source of plant protein. They contain monounsaturated fats, which may be a factor in reducing the risk of heart disease. So ding, 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 nuts pretty much make the list as well. Now, this next one was not on the other list. It is olive oil. And olive oil is incredible for you. It's a very healthy fat. It's a great source of vitamin E, polyphenols, monounsaturated fatty acids, all of which help reduce the risk of heart disease. It's another one that when I see my clients have low fat in their macro percentage, I will recommend cooking with some olive oil because it's a great way to boost that fat pretty easily. Next on the list, they're talking about whole grains. So a good source of soluble and insoluble fiber. Whole grains contain several B vitamins, minerals, phytonutrients. They've been shown to lower cholesterol, protect against heart disease and diabetes. So like what would be a great whole grain? Well, the thing I have almost every morning is oatmeal. It is such a great whole grain for you. Um, you could, some people have bulgur, quinoa, which was on the other list, wheat berries, brown rice, um, all of them are great. When buying breads at the supermarket, you should look to see that the first ingredient is 100% whole wheat flour so that you know you're getting the full whole grains. I have a lot of clients who come to me and they think that they can't have whole grains. I'm not sure where that comes from. They are so, so healthy for you. So definitely don't skip out on that oatmeal, okay? The next one they list is yogurt, a good source of calcium, a great source of protein, especially if you get Greek yogurt. And yogurt also contains live cultures called probiotics. And these, quote, good bacteria, end quote, protect the body from other more harmful bacteria. Now, Greek yogurt is the staple product in my Eagle Shake that I talked about earlier because it has such high protein. And the thing that I like about Greek yogurt is that a lot of people who are sensitive to dairy are not sensitive to Greek yogurt. And they say that it's because of the way that they strain this dairy product. So if you are someone who's a little sensitive to dairy, which I actually am, I drink a lactose-free milk, but I have no problem at all with Greek yogurt, it might be something you try because it is super healthy, again, because it has those live cultures in them, so great for your gut, so good with those probiotics, and also a huge source of protein. Next one we heard before, it's the cruciferous vegetables, right? So like I said, the broccoli, the Brussels, the cabbage, the cauliflower, even collards, um, kale, kohlrabi. Have you ever had kohlrabi? Because I'm growing it in my garden right now and I've never had it. I would be very curious to see if you've ever had it. If you have, will you please go to my social media on this podcast episode and let me know how am I gonna cook it? <laughs> I'd love to know your thoughts on kohlrabi. Um, other cruciferous vegetables include the mustard greens, radishes, turnips. Again, such excellent sources of fiber and vitamins and phytochemicals. 
These are the foods we gotta be eating, team. We want to have as many of these nutrients as we can. Next one, also familiar on the list, legumes. They say this broad category includes kidney, black, red, garbanzo beans, as they talked about before, as well as soybeans and even peas. Legumes are an excellent source of fiber, folate, plant-based protein, and studies show they can help reduce the risk of heart disease. And the very last one that they list was not on the other list, so uh, listen up. The last one is tomatoes. They say that they're high in vitamin C and lycopene, which has been shown to reduce the risk of prostate cancer. So I loved that the majority of the lists were the same. I love that they each had a few extra here and there, on, other than the chocolate and the chocolate milk. <laughs> Um, and I think that it's really good to listen to these lists every now and then because even for myself, it's just that great reminder to start bringing some of these things back into your diet. Like I said, I'll go through a phase where I eat blueberries and then I go back to the apples and bananas. I go through a phase where I only eat broccoli and then I go back and I mix it up and start having cauliflower and, and something other than kale chips and you know. We gotta mix it up because you don't actually wanna eat the same thing every day. When we eat the same thing every day, we're not varying the nutrients that we're getting. And in some of these top foods that they are listing, they are top foods because they have essential nutrients, vitamins, and incredible things that our body needs, not just to be healthy, but also to prevent heart disease. So you really want to think about that when you're creating your menu for the day. Just make sure that you have a vegetable with every meal, that you have two servings of fruits a day, that you look at the colors that you're eating. I always say eat the rainbow, right? You want to have as many colors in your day as possible. If you do that and those colors are not artificial, <laughs> this is not a Gatorade rainbow. If you do that and you're getting all these different colors and you had a mango and that was yellow and then you had kale, which was a dark leafy green. And when you get all those colors in, you're getting so many vast nutrients. And that is what is going to make your body thrive. So once again, Earn That Body bringing you this important episode today. Hopefully you can take away one or two foods that you're gonna bring back or maybe try something new. Maybe you've never tried mango before. Um, Maybe you've never had garbanzo beans before. Whatever it is, give it a try. I know as I get older, I like to try new things. There were a lot of things growing up my mom never ever had us try. Like she never had mangoes. I didn't try that until seriously, just like several years ago. It, you get sort of used to what your parents serve you and then that's what you eat most of the time. But as you get older, like me right now, I try to all kinds of new things. I want to get my nutrients from as many sources as possible. All right, everybody. So I hope that sparks some interest, maybe give you some tips to shake up your diet a little bit. Just remember the Earn That Body podcast is always here to bring you fitness, nutrition, and health information you can put into play right away. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to earnthatbody.com or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube.